I'm Vince. I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. You just want me to talk about it? Yeah, here we go. I mean, we're... we'll just talk about some... If we're going to talk about table of contents of RPGs... Yes. Like, without any... Are we, do we have any structure around this question? Is there a question involved here? Or is it just, how do you feel about the table of contents in RPG books? I, I, think, I think that we should, as, as our first test of this, I don't think we should worry about structure. We can also include indexes, I suppose. But, you know, the use of tables of contents... Is it indexes indexing. or indices? Oh, you're right. It's indices, yes. Yeah, see, I think that's the, the, first, the first problem. Uh, I don't even know the word. Yeah, you don't understand what we're talking about, so obviously we can't go into this properly until you Wikipedia it. <laughs> All right, well, we'll start with table of contents, then. I certainly know that. So is there any table, like, uh, here's what I'll say. How often do you actually reference the table of contents in an RPG? Almost never. Um, I, my experience with the table of contents is mostly flipping past it to get to the artwork that splashes on chapter one. Um, generally, like most RPGs, you're going to find some kind of splash artwork nowadays. Um, this wasn't, you know, necessarily true in the olden days of, you know, the the golden RPGs. That wasn't always the thing. I don't know um, though. If you think of like the second edition player's handbook, remember that did start off with like the greatest piece of art in the history of mankind, which was like the successful party sure. with that dead dragon. Uh, well, that's the second edition you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm, that's not. I'm not going to call that golden age though. I'm talking about black and white, like uh, okay, full on old school, t like tunnels and trolls or something. You know. Sure. Sure. We can afford three pieces of artwork for the book, so let's not waste <laughs> one on chapter one. We know somebody who kind of sketches. Yeah, right? this dude draws, so let's get him to do it. You know, that's what they were doing. Yeah. No, I, I just table of contents is kind of it's antiquated since we started using, um, like like chapter tabs, like and coloring on chapters uh, on like borders and such that you can see on the side of the book. You just know where to go. Like it's like an instinctive thing, especially in RPGs where you're using a book over and over and over again as opposed to just reading it once. You just start to immediately know where things are. Like your fingers even start to learn um, how to find your spot in an RPG book. Uh, yeah, maybe you, I'm off base, but I'm just talking about it through personal experience here. I just don't. I don't need it. I agree totally. I think it's the kind of thing like I look at the table of contents once, usually before I've bought the book, right? Where you're kind of like you want to see literally yeah. what's in the book. Yeah. What do they cover this time? Because RPGs, I mean, a lot of it's like just repeating the same thing you've read in. A thousand books before, so you can find out really quickly by glancing at the table of contents. So yeah, sure, it's a very, it's a very quick way to to decide to divine whether or not that's the RPG book you want to buy. Right, because I, when I look at it, I'm like, I'm like, the, the problem with RPG books is they're always not named in any way that would actually tell you the exact contents of the book. Right, it's not a novel. You know, when you buy a novel, you get the story that is that novel. Right, when you borrow an RPG book, and it's like. The, the best you're going to get maybe is something like all about fighters. And it's yeah, like, well, yeah. okay, well, you, well maybe, what's maybe in there? You might get a genre hint. That's about it. Yeah. So I do you, is, is the table of contents an antiquated even concept beyond just like, it's got to be there. Um, it still it has to be there. There's no, useless? It's not useless because of PDFs and how we use them now. Um, because you can now use a table of contents to get that feel inside of a, a digital file um, ah, that you would from sure. your fingertips. Because your fingertips know where things are, but you have to click on something to get to a page or scroll a bunch to get to a page unless you just pop pop in by using that table of contents. You just like 
you go to the first page and it's right there. You don't have to scroll very far to get to it. And you just click on what you want as opposed to your fingers just opening up to the, the red section of the book, you know? Sure. So it's a necessity in, in digital print now, okay? It's not – it's no longer absolutely necessary in physical copy, although I'm sure people, people would still make the same argument for a physical – you still need a physical contents because the first time you play a game, you don't know where stuff is. Right. It's, it's going to take a time or two of using the book to figure out what chapters are in what order and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's just strange to think about how much less important it is to an RPG gamer than, say, to a textbook. Right. Oh, yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's Because, obviously, not all book types have table of contents. Again, if right. I open up a novel, it's not like there's necessarily a table of contents in that novel of, like, the chapter headings. Yeah, I've seen rare that thing. sometimes, but it's, it is rare, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you mentioned, like, the digital thing and the hyperlinking. You know, at the same time, it's like, is uh, obviously that that digital table of contents, as long as it's click through and it's not just there's nothing worse than getting like a PDF or something that doesn't have like a hyperlinked table of contents. Right. Where I can't just click straight to it or right. Or, Having to scroll through 200 pages of crap that you don't want to scroll through takes that takes forever because you have to load every page. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, it's the worst. It makes me it's like if there's anything keeping me from stealing a game book, it is not anything to right. do with it's not anything to do with legality. It's like I would rather just buy it so I can have a good. So yeah, I can that have a thirty copy bucks is is worth your time. Like that that pays for your time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> By having a crappy scan, you have forced me to actually pay money to the creator. Yes, there's no moral dimension to it completely selfish decision so speaking of antiquated how do you feel about then the the use of physical books in rbgs now oh boy well that's it's it's interesting how it leads off of that so like because that's what we're really talking about right because that's just a another it's an artifact of a greater thing sure um i more or well let me say two things one i don't own a tablet type device Okay. Right. So okay. I don't Me neither. Like so neither. Anything. Both of us are in the Stone Age. Correct. Yes. We both apparently live in the 1970s. We're going to talk on our rotary phones with our non-brush steel refrigerators. <laughs> um, and I, I, uh, I always need a physical book. Still. Uh, here's an easy story. So recently, I started up a a Mech Warrior game. Right. I mentioned this to you that I started playing. I, I got my right, group. Right, into that's kind of an old school game. Nobody really plays it anymore. So Correct. It's interesting. Yes. And it's been a super amount of fun. But the point is, none of the players knew anything about it. And I wasn't going to give the players access to any books. OK, because there are secrets in the books. I didn't want them to know. I wanted their characters to be I wanted them to be as as sort of unknowing as their characters. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, those books were pretty pretty intense too like all, all those old mech warrior books had a lot of like excess information stuff that you wouldn't normally find in say a rules rulesy book oh yeah like deep, it had like deep it had, story it had, like, content. like yeah like deep story content all our rifts like it was yes. pretty not not as deep as rifts but pretty deep comparatively yeah compared to say a dnd manual yes. that would have like no story whatsoever just a bunch of rules right Right. Since we're talking about a specific world with a specific history and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And all that's in yeah. there. Sorry, so, tangented. No, you're fine. So I didn't want them to. That's that's the whole point of this. This is this. This is no, if, if nothing else. Don't you justify a, my tangent. Just go ahead and talk about what you were talking of, about. Series of tangent discussions. So 
I had no need to give them the books, right? And I could have, and all those books, it's for an old edition. We were playing second edition, which is back from when it was still owned by FASA in the 90s. All those books are certainly available in like torrent sites and could easily be gotten a hold of, right? And yet, my first thing I did was go out and pick up on the cheap from like half price books and, and just online physical copies of all the books I wanted. Right. Half price books would be like the kind of thing I would jump into like any kind of used bookstore. It would be the first place I'd look um, if I were going to go for something, something old like that. Um, so that's cool. Um, yes, so so, yes. so you went, and, you went and bought it. Um, and, and, and you just have to have it, right? Because I have like, to have it. And moreover, here's what I'll say. Since I was coming back into these books after years away, because the last time I had played the game was the nineties the when I was a much younger man with more hair. Um, I, the first thing I did was crack the table of contents and use it to, to navigate there because it was essential coming into that book for the first, the first time. time. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's really, I mean, that's strange. And I like, I feel like, uh, I, th I think physical books are going away. I mean, I, I like, obviously people are going to be using tablets for this kind of stuff in the future. So, I mean, table of contents, it, it becomes an important thing again, either way. Right. Because either you have an old book that you need to be able to actually surf manually. Or... Right, because you never heard of this ancient game and you just check it right, out for yeah. the first time. So You know, it's funny because like it, it almost has a weight to it with certain games. So like when I pick up a D and D book, right? I like even when I picked up like the fifth edition books, I had almost no need to look at the table of contents. Because for the You've played D&D 7,000 million times in 17 different editions over and 25, 30 years. And every book is outlined the same, right? Yeah, they're all the same. They've never changed. It's always the same. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally with you. And so, and so you don't need a table of contents. Right. I'll tell I you what, can... though. Um, e either which way, like whether, whether or not you, you're a kind of, kind of person that needs a table of contents or doesn't need a table of contents, whatever, uh, a stylized table of contents still gets my eye. Like if you've got some style in your table of contents, I'm in. All right, so no, that's great. That was the next thing I wanted to ask you about. Is there a table of like obviously the base table of contents of just like bulleted list with page numbers? Okay, fine. But is there a table of contents you can think of that actually jumped out at you as being memorable? No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> not off the top of my head. Zero. I mean, Nothing at all. I like. I'm trying to think back. Like the first, the 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 first one that pops into my head is one that I hated. So. All right, and that well, was, what's that, that one? was the original third edition, not, not 3.5, but third edition D&D's table of contents that had like the, the, the itty bitty font on, on top of like this kind of scroll texture crap. Ah, uh, yes, this the, yellowed, what we call the, the yellowed weathered paper period of RPG. Yeah, books, that was yes. so bad. It was like it was so impossible to see. It was like like you know I had okay vision at the, okay vision at the time. But it was just terrible to find anything in that book, um, and the append the appendix was also uh, prone to that same problem. Uh, everything was tiny and on 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 sepia tone garbage. Um, yeah, you know it's funny because like I honestly can't think of one either. Um, like um but I, but I'm talking about but I but what I mean by by what I said was that when I was really really getting into like researching the design elements of rpgs and such um and design elements just in general for designing you know designing books 
Um, I, I, I loved reading about table of contents and how you can make them both easier to use and more interesting looking by, you know, proper use of fonts and not using a terrible background, you know, like, like that scroll texture that everything was in. Sure. Um, absolutely. After, after 3.0, I guess, what was it? The SRD that turned, turned that loose. Yes. Like right. as soon as the SRD happened, um, everything took on the look of those 3.0 books. Yes. Everything had to be in that same style, so everything was that like yellow weathered chewed text type of like ancient scroll. Someone must like it though, right? Uh, I wonder if it's just a thing that everybody accepted because I they, most of the new books don't look like that, and so I wonder if it's just like any does anybody miss it, right? Like it's just right, whatever. Exactly. It was what yeah. it was. Um, but what I mean is, if if I were to say pick up a noir detective RPG. Yeah. I would love to see a table of contents that was done in like courier um like like courier type font. Sure. Um that and it make it look like a dossier kind of deal, you know what I mean? So like a shadow run table of contents should be in that kind of almost like ASCII uh you know like old message board type of style thing. Yeah, That's totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that gets my juices going. Sure. I love it. I mean it really it, it it brings me into the RPG before I've even gotten into the RPG. Yeah. No, that's good. Those style elements carrying through even to what is really purely a logistical element, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, it's ma- it, it, its basis is is rooted in function all, all the time. Like, that's what it is. You know, it's a, a functional thing as opposed to a style thing. But adding style to it makes it totally different. Very interesting. Well, and so you also mentioned like the carrying out to the other sections of the book. And I think that's the other point is that we shouldn't have stopped with the table of contents. So you mentioned like color coded chapters or, you know, the sort of like, I don't know what they're called, but like the tab, the page tab colored sort of things on the side, which I think of like, to me, that's the encyclopedia things, right? Where it was like the, it would be like a chunk out of the book and it would say like yeah. the letter N or something. And you yep. know, like, okay. So that's how I think of it, even though you don't Except generally that, like. Except like coloration has, has take, taken the necessity to have like little little tabs that stick out of your book out of the question or those little like I think old like phone books that used to have like uh, divots in the sides. Yes, yeah, the divots. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Right. So obviously you're not going to make an RPG book with a divot in it. Yeah. Um, although that that's be, just wasting paper. It is just wasting paper and also no one's going to print it for that cost because the cost would be exorbitant. Right. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's there's some kind of special machine for that that we stopped using in the 70s. <laughs> that probably. we would probably find on eBay pretty cheap. Yeah. You know, uh, Book book side chunker machine. <laughs> so you're telling me basically if we do it ne- for our next book, we just do a bunch of print on demand, do a run, and then I yeah. apply the book side chunker machine all on your own, like in your basement, make it a whole new operation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, w- if the let's say we color code the sections, right? So let's just think of like a like a sort of traditional RPG book. You've got a race section, a class section, and a skill section. Whatever doesn't matter, and they're red, blue, and yellow. Would you want to see that same coloration also be on the table of contents? Like, what if the chapter one stuff in the table of contents, that's race or whatever, was color coded red in the same way as that? Is that going to be I mean, too gaudy that's, of that's a, rainbow? That feels that feels more like a textbook in that case to me than it does an RPG. You know, because an RPG, what you want is you're, you're, like an RPG is it's about style. Like, yes. you're 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 playing something that's not you. That's the that's what RPGs are about. You know, it's like getting into something that you're not always into already. <laughs> like something that's not normal life. And to me, if you're just color coding in the contents without any other any, like in a void and I'm just color coding, 
Right, like I, I don't a like white it. background and it's just red text or something, right? Yeah. yeah, that's just boring. That's just boring to me. That's not interesting at all. It's highly functional, and I'm into functional, but uh, I mean, it needs to be. There needs to be more to it. Like something else has to happen to make it interesting because it's not interesting at that point. It's just it's just a matter of function. Is there a tension here between functionality and the style? Always, I mean, it like constantly. Yeah. Like it's a battle that you deal with uh, as a designer. Uh, like it, that that's the prime issue like with everything from from like from picking your fonts to deciding what text to cut out just so a picture can fit you know what i mean right. everything everything is is form versus function everything and this is strictly in the designing of an rpg book the designing of an rpg itself like the actual system in the world and stuff totally different cuz that's 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 more to me it's more about style than function like i I'm, I'm more interested in style than function when I'm designing, designing, say, rules and so forth. That makes sense. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a strange, strange opposition to how I feel about making an RPG when you're talking about making an RPG book. Yeah. So the answer, so summation answer, table of contents, still useful, more important in the digital age and should be thought of more in the stylistic. And then when you're thinking about the style guide of the book, extended out to these like logistical issues of things like table of contents and indices and other sorts of things. Yep. That sounds right to me. I mean, try, try and carry your style throughout uh, un unless you have to sacrifice most of your function, which you don't want to do. Right. So try, try and keep style in your head when you're thinking about every aspect of your book. There you go. There you go. I feel like we've answered this one. Boom. Undesigned. Undesigned.